So you have a teenager and you want what's best for them, but sometimes you just don't know what to do. I mean, we've all been there, right? Well, hello everyone and welcome to How to Be the Parent That Your Teenager Needs You to Be, where with each episode we explore the topics, the issues, the concerns, and the challenges that you face as a parent with a teenager. If your goal is to empower your teenager to be their absolute best, well, you've come to the right place. Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the topics of appreciation or gratitude. And just what do you do when your teenager just doesn't seem to appreciate the things that you do for them or they aren't grateful for the things that you do? So I've got a few suggestions for you. So let's get started. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Jim White, and I'm an author, coach, and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. And today we're going to be talking about the idea of appreciation or gratitude and having your teenager be more appreciative of the things that you do for them. And I've got a great story for you. But before we dive into that, I did have a couple of items that I wanted to touch on. First of all, on behalf of your teenager, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your commitment to being a better parent. Um, it's going you know, that, that having that growth mindset is just going to be critical to getting through these teenage years. And actually, that's one of the fundamental elements of our Family Enrichment Academy membership site. If you're not familiar with our membership site and our community, be sure to check out episode one of this um, uh, YouTube series and the podcast, and it's a little bit of an introduction for you. Now, the second item I wanted to mention is I do have a free resource for you. One of the most common questions I get from parents is that they struggle with their teen not talking to them or opening up. And the secret is to ask better questions. And so what I have, I have 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. Think of these as like conversation killers. And then I've got 10 great questions. These are the conversation starters. And it's a free resource. There's a link in the description below, or you can just go to our website at familyenrichmentacademy.com and, and be able to download that resource. So be sure to check that out as well. So let's move on to our topic for the day, this idea of appreciation or having your teenager appreciate the things that you do for them. And this actually came up for me, um, a story, I heard a, a, a mother sharing a story about a circumstance that had popped up for her during the holiday season. Um, her son had asked for a new iPhone and um, she, she felt a little bit of uh, discomfort, I guess is maybe a good word around it because her thought was she has two other teenagers as well. And if she was going to get her son an iPhone, she felt like she needed to get iPhones for the other two kids also. And she was a single mother and it just financially was not possible for her to do that. And so she told her son that he was not going to be getting this iPhone for Christmas and he just sort of blew up. He uh, yelled, he, uh, she says that he actually said that I hate you to her as he stomped off, you know, slammed the door on his uh, room and, all, and, you know, just made a big scene out of it. And I'm sure some of you maybe have experienced something like this before. And her thought was, you know, he doesn't appreciate the things that I do for him. And so her, her question was around that. And as you can imagine, I could just sense that there was a lot of, um, you know, it was frustration, but there's also a sort of disappointment and a little bit of despair. It's like, you know, just what can I do here? You know, she's making an effort and trying to do the best that she can. 
And, and her question was, how do I get my teenager to appreciate me or the things that I do? So it's a valid question, right? And so today I've got three different suggestions um, sort of built around this story that I would, I'm going to throw out to you for you to take a look at and maybe incorporate into your engagements with your teenager. So let's start with uh, the first one has to do with you. Um, and, and I point to this because this mother was clearly upset. Again, I said, you know, frustration, disappointment, despair. I mean, it was, it, you know, it, it upset her what had happened um, and understandably so. And so this first suggestion I'm going to make is that in order for you, and in this case, this mother, to be able to really have an impact and empower or influence her teen, that mother's going to have to regain her composure. She's going to have to let that negative energy and those negative emotions get away and in effect shift her mindset. And she's going to need to move back into more of a love-based mindset so that then she can be there to serve and support and again influence and empower her teenager. So the first step in this process is for that mother to go through that mind shift, that mindset shift. And um, I'm going to throw out a, a perspective shift that you may think about that could help you get there. And that is that life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. And there's a, it's a subtle distinction, but it, it can have a huge impact. And the premise is that this scenario can be viewed as like an opportunity. It's an opportunity to build connection. <clears throat> it's an opportunity to teach gratitude and appreciation to her teenager. Uh, but we have to make that mind shift. And one of the, the sort of mottos, if you will, is that life, ha you could say it the other way around, life happens for us, not to us. And so have that thought. And then, you know, for the mother, I would suggest, you know, think in terms of compassion and forgiveness. You know, start to view this circumstance from that, from that perspective as well. And as you feel yourself, and, you know, if she would feel herself starting to come and be more calm, then that, the, the question to ask is, how is this situation a gift? You know, so you're looking for the value here. You're looking for the opportunity. Um, and then that question helps to bring that up. So... That's the first thing I would throw out as a parent. If you've experienced this and you find yourself getting emotionally charged, find a way to regroup, think about compassion, forgiveness, and then ask that question, how is this circumstance a gift? Now, the second thing I would throw out is that the teenager, obviously they were really upset as well, and they are full of negative um, emotion and highly charged emotions as well. And I've said this before in other videos, and I'll re-say it here. When your teenager's in that highly charged state, they are in no position to take your good advice or be able to accept any influence or empowerment that you might offer to them. And so when you find your teenager in a state like that, your, your first job is to help them regain their composure. So you can see how these two things are connected. You I mean, at first the parent has to regain their composure. Now we're going to shift our attention to the teen. And we need to have them regain their composure before we can step into um, an empowerment mindset. And so, and one of the best ways to do this is just to acknowledge and validate their feelings. And it's, it's pretty simple, but it's, it, it's amazing the impact it can have. Now, one thing I'll warn you against, and a lot of times this happens when your teen, and I know this has happened for me, you know, the teen has an outburst of some kind, 
we feel like it's wrong for them to have that outburst, right? And so our response is to, in effect, dismiss their emotions. We tell them they shouldn't feel this way. Well, they do feel this way, right? And but we're but when we say they shouldn't feel this way, it dismisses their mo emotions, which in effect is kind of dismissing them, and it makes them feel unimportant. And so that's where this changing to more of an acknowledgement and validating what's going on with them um, can be a great way to let them, you know, let that dissipate a little bit. And again, the goal is to provide that safe place. And the mother could simply say something to the effect of, you know, I, I can tell it's really frustrating to know that you're not going to be able to get that iPhone that you wanted. It's, it's an acknowledgement of what her son is experiencing. Or I know that it's, it makes you really angry when we aren't able to afford the things that you want. Again, you're just acknowledging. And again, when you do that too, it's not that you're agreeing all the time, but it's just that you're acknowledging what's going on for them. So do that, provide that space for your teen to have those negative emotions dissipate. Now, the third thing I would throw out is this is where it really becomes an opportunity. It's an opportunity to maybe teach your teenager some resourcefulness and turn this into a teaching moment. And in, in, in this example, what I would throw out is the idea of giving the problem back to your teenager. In this case, that her son wants an iPhone, turn that back over to him. Say, well, how can we develop a plan for you to be able to earn the money to get your own iPhone? And so you, you, again, shift into more of that empowerment approach in trying to work with them and develop that plan. And it's interesting, in the end, if you can do that, you're teaching your son to be resourceful. You're teaching them to count on themselves a little bit more. And that becomes the gift as opposed to the material item of the phone. And I would assert that that gift, he will appreciate you as a parent for that gift much more than he ever would for some material item that you're gonna wrap and put under the Christmas tree. And so the third suggestion here is to, once everybody's regained their composure, you're back in a good place, turn the problem back over to them and work with them to develop a plan to you know, bridge the gap, if you will, you know, take them from where they are to where they wanna be. Do that and you're giving them some great life skills along the way. So anyway, those are the three um, uh, sort of suggestions that I had for you today. And, and the, so the challenge, so my FEA hero challenge for you is sometime over the next week or two, you may have this happen, you know, where um, your son or daughter sort of has one of those outbursts. And then maybe they aren't as, don't have gratitude or appreciation for something that you feel like they should. If that happens, I invite you to try to follow these steps. First, check yourself, regain your composure. Step two, go to them, provide that safe place for them to regain their composure. And then the third step, hand that problem over to them and then support them. And you know, the gift that you're gonna give them is this gift of resourcefulness. So give that a try, see if you can um, make your way through that challenge and, and see what happens. You might be pleasantly surprised. So that wraps up today's episode. Again, I want to remind you before we uh, sign off today that I do have those uh, 10 great questions and, and 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. And it's a free resource. Click the link and go and you can download that. 
As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your journey as a parent. And um, I just encourage you to really lean into that role as the hero within your family. And that role of, of, of making the, you know, taking a stand for love and the power that love can have within your family. Remember, until next time, a change in perspective changes everything.